Thank you for tuning in to Chronicles Abroad. Please support us by sharing this podcast on your social people. media Welcome platforms. Head over to it's iTunes podcast to subscribe and travel to highlight stories of personal Follow us on Instagram and hit so that like button at Chronicles underscore Travel. Find us online at our website, Chronicles Abroad. Nomads who share their incredible experiences of the world. So don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Until then, beautiful people, thanks for listening. If you like traveling, this is what you need. Tune in. Music by Stephanie James and Almighty K-Rock, produced by Adam Marcus. Welcome to Chronicles Abroad. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for your patience, guys. As you know, our website was down for quite some time. Newbie and I are not web developers, and we tried our best. We troubleshooted it, and now we're back. So thank you for waiting, and also thank you for sending uh, your support. A lot of you guys just reached out to us and said, hey, just hang in there. I don't know about y'all, but Metrograde was just kicking our butts. It was literally metrograding us all the way back to where we came from. Jesus. It was definitely Mercury retrograde. It had to be. But um, anyway, uh, what's done is done and we're back. Today's episode is a little bit different. We actually sat down and met with Angeli. She is from G Globally Grounded. She's actually an expat living in Australia currently. Uh, she's from the Philippines she recently got her residence in Australia, so she'd be there for quite some time now. And she reached out to us because she wanted to have a conversation about what it's like being single abroad and what that experience was like for Nubia and I. So we sat down with her, had a quick chat. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Let us know what you think. Of course, we love it when you take it off. So feel free to reach out to us via uh, social media. Instagram and Facebook is where we hang out. All right. Without further ado, enjoy the conversation about what it's like being single abroad. If you're single and if you're living abroad, how do you make most of it? Well, <laughs> for me, it's a little bit different. Um, <sighs> I enjoy just being able to share my experience, period. So that gives me joy. I think what is the, the problem that I have sometimes is that I can be in a place and it's absolutely stunning. And then I think to myself, I wish I was here to share it with someone that it's the biggest issue that I have, you know, that brings up the sense of loneliness at times, but it's difficult to really say how to deal with it because it's, it's really not that concrete. You know, um, I chose to live a life that's not necessarily ideal for everyone. And I've had to sit with myself to say that it's going, it's not going to be easy. I've ran across and I have dated people who, um, have said that they're ready for this kind of lifestyle and they want to do it, but it's not for everyone. Okay. It's just, it's just not. And so I'm okay with meeting people as I go along and having experiences where, you know, we get to share things together at, in that moment, I guess you would say. Not necessarily, I'm not talking about casually. I'm just talking about, you know, crossing paths and being able to really just connect with people, you know. So that feeds the energy that I need because, like, my, I realize my love language is quality time. So I get a lot of things fed just by the people that I cross paths with. When it, In terms of dating, I'm just letting the universe take that into into its hands and it will happen when it happens. You know, what AKA, I mean? ain't nothing going on right now. 
<laughs> well, no, I can't say. I'm not sure what you say that. It's just, you know, it's just, it gets tiresome to deal with um, people who are not travelers like us. You know, there's a different sense of I like to travel and there's a different sense of I travel. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think probably it's it's even more difficult because for you guys, because for me, uh, I'm living abroad, but I'm staying put. Like, exactly. In a while, but then it's I I have a base. Um, mm-hmm. But you guys, you're you're almost on on the road, um, like all all the time. Well, that well, you know, I lived in Thailand for two years, so that was a base. But as a woman of color you know, over 40, I'm in a homogenous country that typically doesn't date either, you know, well, black people. (laughs) I'll just say that. I won't say outside of their race because, you know, um, in the Asian culture, they will date, you know, white or European, but typically people who look like us are not a part of that scope. So that's what's been difficult. And then when I moved to Colombia, I thought oh I'll see more people like me it'll be easier but then I had that language barrier because yes you have Afro-Colombians but they speak Spanish you know what I mean or they speak you know the mixture of like Portuguese and Spanish Creole mix or whatever depending on where in Colombia you're you're located now here I am in Mexico and you know um I would say the Mexican culture is more open to dating, you know, people that look like us because we we look exotic in some ways to other cultures. However, you still have that language barrier. So, you know, it's been difficult, but I have met women that have gone on Tinder and met someone in that country and have literally developed relationships with them. I haven't necessarily done that yet. So maybe that's the pot that I need to start stirring in or something. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, what is the formula for that? Because I, I haven't found it. You know what I mean? I work it over here. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess it's just like I said, the universe will let it happen when it's my turn. So right now I realize that my purpose is service, you know, sharing my experiences, being able to help others um, in their travel journeys and goals and things like that so I try to focus more on that than the dating because when I get focused on the dating I start getting oh it's it's just it's a lonely place when you think about it you know but at the same time I've spent enough time to heal from a lot of things that I wasn't able to heal with while I was going through so much you know the movements and the outside noises and everything else and the constant moving Right now, I've been gone for about six months, Francis, yeah, almost six months. And <laughs> I've literally been to maybe four countries in six, no, sorry, six countries in six months. And I'm tired. So I cannot imagine if I was with someone, they would be like, um, this is too much for me. You know what I mean? And this is the life I chose. So I don't expect for somebody to literally harp on something on my bandwagon or my train. So I might have to change my setup in order to find that one I'm sorry in order to find that one yeah um so so you mentioned about about healing and and that noises um around about that so so for you for you personally I mean how how have you kept that noise at bay 
Honestly, so it was a lot of spiritual work. Um, a lot of that happened in Thailand where we were, you know, based. So I was grounded, you know, I was in a, I was in a place where there was constant sunshine. So just that vitamin D fed me tremendously. We would see um, a spiritual healer, a shaman. Um, I surround myself around people who are clairvoyant. So I've had, you know, um, spiritual readings, tarot readings and things like that. Like I really started to pay attention and focus on my professional growth, you know, and my mental health. Um, I think a lot of us as adults don't realize that sometimes we sit with what we call childhood trauma you know, things from our childhood, maybe our dad wasn't around, or maybe mom was busy working and didn't give us enough attention, or maybe, you know, you had, there was issue with drugs and alcohol in your past, um, in your family, or whatever the case may be, abuse, it could be anything, but sometimes as adults, it starts to creep up, and it starts to show its ugly head in the way that we respond to people, so there was no way I could have potentially had a healthy relationship with someone at the time of me even moving abroad because I never truly seen what a healthy relationship looked like. You know what I mean? So it was good that I had those two years to really focus on me, the way I communicate, the way, you know, learning my love languages, learning what my boundaries are, learning about me as an individual first. You get what I mean? So I can be more clear and communicative with someone effectively. You get what I mean? It, 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 and I don't think as adults, we truly understand that communication is not necessarily, it's just one piece of it. It's effective communication that gets us there, you know? And it's difficult to know what that looks like if you don't take time out to say, okay, why am I single at 41? You know what I mean? What have I done in my past that maybe I don't need to carry on anymore in my future? Or am I selecting the wrong type of people? You know what I'm saying? And why am I doing that? You got to start looking at yourself as well and start picking apart a little bit so that you're able to analyze what you might think could be some of the issues as to why you're in this place, you know? Because I believe that as our energy gets brighter and our light shines more, um, you attract a little bit of everybody. And most times you attract the broken. You get what I mean? And they're feeding off of your energy because they need it. But what you don't realize is you're allow, allowing them to take from your energy and it becomes depleted. Does that make sense? So it's very difficult sometimes to find somebody who's on that same trajectory and on that same, I hate to use that term on my level. <laughs> but I mean, that's um, what it is, right? I mean, yeah. you have to yeah. be somewhere to a certain degree to, but to know which direction you're going. Um, so in terms of spirituality, do you have, when you're looking for, when you're dating or you're looking for someone, do you think you have to be at a, similar level in terms of you know that spiritual awareness if, if, if that's the right term to call it I'll let Francis answer that one but I, I would say yes most definitely now where I'm at in my life hell yeah <laughs> let me answer that one <laughs> yeah because I know that Francis and I are very different when it comes to meeting and dating people I'll be like Francis look friend not my type I'm like you didn't even look <laughs> 
So I'm still single. <laughs> At least I'm the one that's like, hello. And, you know, she's like, chop, no, absolutely. And I'm like, well, here's the thing, though. If you, if you have an idea, and it's not about being stringent or like I've moved past that. I think when I was like, you know, my uh, early 30s, I was like, oh, I need this and this and I got to have this list. Now it's not really about that. But it, what it really is about is like, can I thrive with this person? And I can immediately tell within the next, within the first few minutes, whether or not I can thrive and really feel nourished, you know, in reciprocity, not just like they need to nourish me, but I'm going to nourish them. Can I thrive? And I can tell, like, I'm just like, you know, it's just not. It's just, How can you tell? How can you tell? It, to me, it's, it's a bit of like, has this person done the work? And you can tell the kind of language that people use when they've done yeah. the work. You know what I'm saying? And they use certain terminology. And you don't need to, obviously, we never, we never arrive. We never achieve or we never come to an end when it comes to the work. But you can tell where people are in different stages of the work. Some have never done the work. Some are very in the beginning stages but are still influenced by external stuff. Right, they kind of know what's going on, but they're still being temp—not tempted, but they're still being distracted, or they still like haven't gotten a hold of their boundaries, or haven't gotten a hold of different things when it comes to the external stuff. And then there are certain people who have done the work; they've seen therapists, they've seen life coaches, and they kind of understand what they're working with. And I need, for me, it's very important for me to be with somebody who knows what they're working with, and how they're going to kind of progress and move along. And so when it comes to spirituality, it's important for me that someone does have some sort of spiritual self, a spiritual sense of self, uh, because that's important to me, because I believe that there's something that's just bigger than us, kind of like moving things along, and we have to uh, meet them halfway when it comes to like the spiritual sense. So I couldn't date somebody who's like in, an atheist and didn't believe in like, I, I believe in like the universe and all this other yeah. stuff. And, um, I mean, I guess I couldn't date, but I mean, you never know, you know, things can happen, but ideally I would like someone, <laughs> ideally I would like someone who has some, who I, cause like I believe in, in working with shamans or working with, I believe in that stuff. And if it really turns you off, then that's not going to work. If you respect it, but it's not yours or whatever, then maybe, but if you're really like, Oh, this is, I don't believe this is crap and all this, that might, that might pose some uh, difficulties for me. I think I definitely, to Nubia's point, absolutely. But I also think it's part of allowing and being open. And because of this shift for me, you know, I've dated or I've, you know, had conversations with people who quote unquote weren't my type. So I think part of the whole dating process is allowing and not taking too much control of it. You know, I believe in meeting everything halfway and then allowing the rest to unfold organically or the way um, the universe uh, has it in store for us because when you start to try to meddle too much in it and try to control it, I believe it backfires. So I think also just living your best life, going about your business. Like I keep saying, I, I told him the other day, you know, I'm just going to go about my business. <laughs> and what that means essentially is, you know, focusing on myself, becoming the person that I would like to attract. And so the more that I do that, the more opportunities that I'll meet that person. 
Mm-hmm. And because often we were like, we have all these rules and all these, um, yeah. this checklist for our partners. But the question is, are you showing up that way? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you want communication, but are you showing up that way with communication? You know, you want trust, but are you showing up with, with trusting heart and all of that? So it's very important. That's something I took away from Tony Robbins like years ago. It is the fact that, you know, be who you want to attract. Mm-hmm. What are you bringing to the table? Yeah. Because we tend to forget about that. So what did you guys think about the episode? Like I said earlier, it's a little bit different than what you guys are accustomed to. But we really enjoyed that conversation. Hopefully you guys did as well. So we'd like to announce that Nubia and I will be doing a random realness together. So it's going to be random realness with Nubia and Francis, where we talk about travel related things and also random things. It's just going to be just us bantering, not for long. Um, but just bantering about the stuff that's going on around us individually, as well as collectively, as well as tying it back to travel and the holistic messages that we've been sending you guys. So tune in. As always, we love when you take the conversation off the podcast and into the Instagram and Facebook. So definitely go out and reach us there. Thank you for tuning in to Chronicles Abroad. Please support us by sharing this podcast through your social media platforms. Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and hit that like button at Chronicles underscore abroad. Find us online at our website, chroniclesabroad.com for tips, resources, and ways we can collaborate. So don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Until then, beautiful people, thanks for listening. Music by Stephanie James and Almighty K-Rock, produced by Adam Marcus.